Okay, you ready? <laughs> I mean, we <laughs> haven't really talked about what we're going to talk about. Yeah, that's the point. <laughs> okay, ready as I'll ever be. Welcome to a very special episode of 321 with the most special guest <laughs> ever, at least in my opinion. Sorry, all other guests. Joining us today is my beautiful wife, Kelly. Hi, that's me, I guess. <laughs> so we uh, were talking this morning, and what even, why did we even bring this up? I forget. You were showing me pictures of boots from Goodwill. Yes. Women's boots yes. <laughs> that you wished were men's boots so you could buy them for LARPing. Yeah, I was lamenting that the thrift store always has a lot of great options LARP-appropriate and cool-looking boots, and uh, it's not a problem that they're women's, it's just that they're much smaller. They only run in about a 10s women, which is like an 8 in men's. So they don't fit me, it's a problem. Hmm, it's not that you're opposed to wearing women's I, shoes. I'm not ashamed to admit, I tried a couple on, <laughs> and unfortunately it didn't fit. <laughs> so I was showing you the pictures of them to show you how cool they were, and then you said something, what did you say? Well, I I felt like I was admitting a secret, yeah. <laughs> which is that I've been wondering if maybe I would become interested in LARPing, I guess. Mm. Yeah. For those of you who don't know, she has never LARPed. <laughs> I wouldn't say she was strongly opposed to it, just, no. just more of a disinterest, uh, not her thing kind uh, of thing. It's not disinterest, just lack of interest. I guess. There's a difference. Yeah. <laughs> Disinterested, like, sounds more opposed, I guess. Okay. But it's been, like, like a little nugget of interest. Mm-hmm. And, I don't know, maybe I liked a pair of the boots you were showing me, and I was like, oh, popped in my head, like, oh, that would be cool for my LARP character someday, and then I felt like I had to admit it out loud. <laughs> Much to my jubilation. Yeah, uh, you, you were, like, looking like you were trying to stay calm, but <laughs> your <laughs> eyes were, like, widened. <laughs> really? Tell me more. Exactly. <laughs> so now here we are. Tell us more. Mm. So we just started kind of talking about, you know, the ins and outs of that and what you were thinking and what either led to that change or at least it seemed like a change to me. I said, well, maybe we should record this because it sounded interesting to me at least. <laughs> Let's see. And it is because I had said, you know, part of what I'm hoping to do with this podcast is maybe not so much like change misconceptions, that's maybe too big, but at least, you know, appeal to people who have never LARPed and that they may enjoy it if they understood it a little better, I guess. Uh, so broadening the community and more people involved in the hobby. Um, because it may not be what they think, I guess. So mm. that led to kind of different questions and discussions we were having about LARP, and I was actually just super curious about what your thoughts were and mm. what you would do if you LARPed. And it, yeah, we kind of talked a little bit about that. Like, if you made a character, what would the motivations be? So, mm. mm-hmm. so why don't we start with um, what you do know about LARP mm. or your perception of it as of right now? No right or wrong answers, whatever you think. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like that's a big question. So, what do I know about LARP? So, I know that, well, you you do it, and you like it, and you have a lot of people that you're meeting through it, so there's this nice sense of community, it seems like. I mean, I was challenged recently because I thought it was all, like, big long weekend events but then you went to that one day one but it does kind of seem like it's like you go to a specific location and there's like a world with a whole bunch of rules that somebody decided and figured out and and you act like you're part of that world i mean this all feels so basic to just say out loud sure yeah we all started somewhere yeah yeah and this could be wrong but you know, a lot of people, they, it's kind of a progression in my mind. You know, you, mm. you see a movie or a show or a comic book, a book, and uh, 
you play a game or you play a video game and then you find out, oh, people do this themselves dressed up in the woods, real time, live action. And then some people say, yes, that's for me. Some people say, ah, no thanks. And then there's a lot of people in between probably, you know. Well, maybe then a better way to start talking about it is kind of how I've been exposed to LARP, Um, which probably was like Renaissance fairs, right? That Mm -hmm. was what came to mind when you were talking. Like we went as a, as a family when I was a kid and, and I remember my dad being, I thought he was like super goofy, but I was young enough. It was cool and funny that he was pretending to speak like he was back from medieval times. Mm-hmm. And and my mom was laughing hysterically and loved it, but also like way too embarrassed to participate. And um, I was probably more on that end. <laughs> I say history repeats itself. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, then as I got a little older, I guess teenage years, my sister and I went a few times on our own. Um, like without the rest of the family and since it was just the two of us and we didn't know anyone else there we got costumes and we pretended mm-hmm. to be part of that time and even tried some accents and yeah interacted with people it was really fun yeah, yeah so really you've LARPed fun. basically what no i mean <laughs> i would larp light maybe but <laughs> larp light yes yeah. yeah yeah that was pretty fun the costume building was fun and I always felt like I didn't know what to say. She seemed mm. better at it. I don't you always say that some of my Harry Potter world stuff is kind of larpish like when again, my sister and I yeah. went to Harry Potter World or Wizarding, Wizarding World of Harry Potter at Universal Studios. And yes, maybe while we were there a few times we pretended like we were actually at Hogwarts and <laughs> tried to have conversations together yeah. and and it was fun because some of the people who work there, you know, they pretend to be actually part of the world. So yeah, that's kind of cool. Um, and then my real exposure has been just watching you peripherally, I guess. Mm-hmm. Helping me with various yeah. tasks and preparation. Yeah. I don't know. What have I helped you? <laughs> oh, you helped me get my armor ready once or twice. Oh, that's true. Yeah, that was fun. You couldn't figure out how to tie them together. Yeah. Cool. So that's not a bad basis. Had you ever seen any TV shows or movies that even had it in? Or, I mean, you've seen pictures, at least, of my games. And mm. Have you ever seen any YouTube videos or anything like that? No, we watched a video. It was like a news thing. Oh, yeah. Um, Vice. Vice, yeah. Yeah. That was interesting to watch. That was early and when you were getting back into LARP. Oh, yeah. yes, yeah. So you've seen, you can picture what it's like, though, more or less? I think so. Yeah. Oh, can you picture yourself doing that? That's the harder, yeah. That's the harder part. It's the whole, like, thinking on your feet thing. Being a character improv, I mean, that sure. theater-ish aspect. I was never on stage or really an actress. Which is funny, because I'm a little dramatic, but I'm not, like... Mm. I don't know. Center of attention versus background, maybe? or You wouldn't put it that way. No, I think it's probably more the creativity piece in the moment. Um, mm-hmm. Being somebody kind of different than yourself. Like, that's not something that I've done a whole lot of, I guess. Does that make sense? Sure. I don't mind attention. I want it on me as my actual person. Hmm. <laughs> I've never uh-huh. really been a character and... Sure. Yeah. Now that you just mentioned, it makes me think it's a strange thing in LARP that I don't know that you could really separate the two. I mean, you can in a way, like, you you wouldn't be proud of me, Ashton, for slaying a monster necessarily. But for me, role-playing as a character, that's still kind of, like you're saying, you have to role-play it yourself. Mm -hmm. So if you're, I guess what I'm getting at is if you're impressed with someone's role-playing then you may be impressed with their character, but you also are impressed with them saying those things and coming up with those things, you know? So mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so even if it's not you, uh, I mean, unless it's like a story you're telling that your character did that you didn't really do, that somebody's like, wow, that's amazing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I mean, there's still, 
you know, I think a lot of things get appreciated at the game I go to, people's creativity as far as their costumes and makeup and their storytelling and acting. Um, you know, a group appreciates those things, so they get recognized and praised, I think, you know, outside of the game. So I don't know if that was exactly what you meant or not. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, it brings up that interesting kind of dichotomy that I always talk about when you talk about LARP and people's characters that, sure. you know, it's hard for me not to imagine a psychoanalysis, I guess, and not of people, obviously, not psychoanalyzing people I don't know, but it's just such an interesting way to express kind of unspoken desires or, you know, um, fears or, you know, so in some ways I can imagine people really wanting to be like, oh, this is my character. You know, it's just my character. Um, but in other ways, it's so intricately tied. You know, I can't, mm. I can't imagine someone building a character that is not a projection of some version of their inner self, I guess. Sure. Yeah, and no, I've talked to people who've loved a long time and had a very similar conversation. They more or less said the same thing you just said. Maybe there's a piece of that at this point in my life, too, that it's a little hard for me to get out of my own way and just allow myself to act out those fantasies um, that feel hidden or something. You know, I think there is, sure. there's a certain degree of, I was, <laughs> was going to say childish. This sounds negative, <laughs> but I guess I mean in the like disinhibited way. Sure. Well, like, we talked about that before. Like Joe's mentioned that a lot of it harkens back to, you know, childhood. Imagination. Yeah, imagination. Yeah, but in that whole like before you, we're fully aware of social constructs and like norms, sure, yeah. I guess. Um, that I, that's really probably what it is when I was talking about theater and improv. It's, I feel a, that I've always been a little too inhibited. I'm too aware sure. of like myself and my responses and to kind of just let loose. But maybe that's what's appealing too. I mean, mm-hmm. If you can get past that, but I don't know if there are just certain people like me who can't. <laughs> Maybe. I mean, it might take a long time. And honestly, I think I felt the same way getting back into it. Yeah, it took me a few events, you know, before I felt comfortable with a lot of things. You know, there's, like you said, a whole world you have to, like, kind of immerse yourself in. And at least for me, felt like I should know a little bit of the history, the lore and stuff. If somebody mm-hmm. says something about, oh, hey, you're from this kingdom, blah, blah, blah. And you're like, oh, I didn't know that. (laughs) (laughs) You know, um, but again, it is stuff that just kind of gets in the way if you let it, unfortunately. And now I feel much more comfortable. You know, it's only been about a year, so we've been back into it. Mm -hmm. But now I think that's a very common thing. Um, You know, even people who have LARPed a long time probably get more comfortable faster. But you'd be surprised, I think, is what I'm trying to say is, how common that is. Sure. I mean, now that I think about it, we've had like at work retreats, improv Mm -hmm. um, as a sort of team building and almost like pitched as a personal therapy, right? Um, Like an anecdote to that self-criticism sort of inner voice to just practice kind of letting it go and and just Mm -hmm. making decisions and going with it on the fly. Um, and. And the whole piece of, like, I mean, this was just kind of comedy improv. It wasn't LARP-related, but there's a lot of... Same thing, really. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was just saying, I'm sure there's a lot of similarities, but to kind of get out of your own way um, is really what's best for, like, the team and the group. And, um, sure. I mean, those are great things to practice. There's so many things, I think, when when you tell me stories about LARP, and I'm like, oh. Those are really great skills to practice, you know, having courage and being spontaneous and taking risks, cooperating yeah. To, yeah, taking risks and learning to cooperate with mm-hmm. others. And I think for some people, like, I mean, taking risks, but like putting themselves out there in a social way, even, um, I'm sure that's, that's good as long as you're practicing those skills and hopefully internalizing them to your real self also. <laughs> sure. But, I think a lot of that happens. Yeah. 
But we're getting a little off track. Yeah, I was going to say, let's back way up. (laughs) Yeah, now I'm just talking theoretically what I think about LARP, (laughs) which is much more comfortable for me than actually talking about doing LARP for some reason. Sure, well, hey, let's take it slow. Ooh. (laughs) (laughs) want you to feel comfortable. Oh my gosh. (laughs) So, yeah, we started with the costume because that was very appealing, um, fun, you know, and, and it's a important first step um you know i sort of called it character creation i think you're more just worried about the outfit um which kind of go hand in hand and hey i'm still working on my costume every event i like to add something or i see i spend a lot of my time looking on the internet at other cool you know outfits and stuff just for kind of inspiration and to keep the ideas in my head you know um well yeah the style part is fun the idea of playing around on Pinterest and piecing things together into a a character. And even, I was saying earlier, the writing of a character and a backstory is appealing. Mm -hmm. Um, But then the, like, embodiment of it, I guess, is the intimidating part. You know, like, if I were to create a character and wear the costume and, like, take pictures or something that go with this story I wrote, that's not, like... That's scary, right? But if I have to then become that character and and think in the moment of what they would say and do and what their mm-hmm. motivations are, that's is more intimidating. So how did how do you move past that? That's a great question. Let me know when you figure out. Ah, oh, geez. <laughs> um, I don't know. For me, it it is just kind of part of the game. Like I'm playing a game, and I want to feel like I'm doing well at the game you know what i mean like that's that's what it is for me at least i think just answering off the top of my head without internalizing it Hmm. super long um so is there like a competitiveness that propels you kind of forward like you want to do well and i mean only against myself Hmm. that makes sense i don't know if that's competitiveness you want to like win the game no not win the game i want to feel like i'm doing well i want to feel competent you know i guess i don't mean like be the winner but like you want to succeed yeah the game. feel like i'm doing well and yeah. feel like i'm larping well i guess yeah, you know like yeah. which would to me would mean role-playing well getting into character well conveying and interacting in this community uh player base mm-hmm. you know that people enjoy playing with me and having me along in the adventures that's probably secondary more than me just having fun. <laughs> um, so yeah, I, I like that when I feel like I'm getting into character and I'm enjoying being that character, I guess, probably more than anything. Which is one of the reasons I like my newer character is I spent a little more time coming up with things I thought might be interesting to see happen and kind of simplified it. Like, you know, he's kind of like this. And this is one of his main motivations and he's really into this. So I can focus on that and maybe again being more comfortable with the game and the world I maybe knew there was a lot of opportunities for him to be very interested in learning and researching and mm. studying things you know so when he showed up to town there was lots of more lots of new people to talk to and everything was fascinating to him you know so that was that was fun and interesting to me I guess so is it just you have to have a character you're excited enough about being yeah that helps yeah, I mean, it really comes down to what are you trying to get out of it, I guess. Because I've talked to people, I don't know if I know anyone or play with anyone, but I definitely have talked to people who have said, you know, some people just like to show up and fight with fake weapons, and uh, what they call them, stick jockeys or whatever. <laughs> you know, they like just kind of going out there and either pretending or not, you know, kind of like just paintballish amateur sports kind of thing like just going out in the woods have fun physical yeah that kind of thing um and to add a setting and costumes is kind of just maybe bonus to them you know to to watch lord of the rings and actually be a dwarf and go out and hit people with an axe is pretty fulfilling to them you know Hmm. um and they'll still interact and use a voice or whatever but yeah, I mean, that's kind of one of the things I think I'm trying to get at this show. Like, is there a right way or wrong way to LARP? Not necessarily. Uh, what was your question? <laughs> how, do you, how do you get past if you're not necessarily wanting to 
create a character and become that character and act out that character? No, I'm getting from that stage of like, hmm, okay, I could imagine a cool character that would be fun to be, but then getting past that step of like, on paper, real life LARP, I guess. Mm, You know what I'm saying? Sure, totally. Um, I mean, you can always start like that, you know, once you get to that point, you can, uh, you can write out some stories and that starts to develop the character. I think one of the cool things about LARP, again, I don't know if this answer your question, but it popped in my head. One of the cool things about LARP is it takes a bit of the total control away from you. Ah, and so now that's probably what I don't like. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> and so no, you're no longer. Everyone that knows me is laughing. <laughs> yeah. You're no longer this omniscient writer mm. who is controlling everything in the world that's happening to the character. You're now just the character who has to react to the world, you know? So there's other players who will influence things and interact with you that you have to respond to. There's uh, the environment and the monsters and townsfolk and the NPCs uh, all come and interact with your character, and now something happens, and you have to f- decide, what does my character do? Um, maybe some people don't look at it that way. It's how I look at it, I guess. And that's, I think, part of the... There's a fun creativity, spontane- spontaneity about that. Um, you, you've now become... You're part of a community, live world uh, storytelling where your character is part of that story Um, it's no longer just you know black and white text on a screen like you don't know what's going to happen I think that's a really fun part for people and part of a game or watching a movie you know like you know part of the first enjoyment is you don't know what's going to happen and then something happens so it's Mm. unique and surprising and so that's that's half the fun of LARP, I think, is you don't know what's going to happen, and you're not sure how you're going to react necessarily. You can prepare all you want, may go how you want, may not. You may succeed, you may fail. Mm. Um, See, okay, we're going to get really deep here now, because, yeah, I think I'm realizing (laughs) what thought I had when you were talking was, I never thought I'd say this about LARP, but that sounds like too much just like life. Mm. Sure. Like... If I'm going to LARP, don't I want it to be an escape from real life? And to me, that kind of means like, oh, things will work out. <laughs> right? But that's not the case in LARPing. You could actually die. I mean, your character could die in LARP. And like, I don't know. You could like yeah. make enemies. You know, like bad things can happen. Like if it was like, here is a, I guess I want a world that's more of a bubble. Like a safer, mm. happier kind of, I don't know, world. Sure. And so... That kind of like LARP might be out there. Maybe. <laughs> I know. But that sounds so tame. I know. I was going like, to say, yeah, cupcake LARP or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know. I guess, I mean, I'm, I'm not saying that's all of it, but when you were talking, that was kind of what came to mind. That is like, you know, on paper, like you said, you can control it. You can you know that there's going to be a happy mm-hmm. ending because you're writing it, right? But like, sure. once you put yourself in a world that someone else mm-hmm. created and is literally like kind of controlling behind the scenes you know you don't really know what's going to happen and if you make a mistake it could actually lead to like a negative result for your character and that feels a little too much like life like why do i I just do that in my regular life (laughs) yeah i think that probably is something a lot of people think and they may not even be aware of which leads to something that happens fairly commonly in my experience where not so much of the game we're playing now but a lot of people might hang out at the inn or not go explore for that fear. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't want something bad to happen to my character, so I'm probably only going to go with safe bets or when everybody's doing something. You know what I mean? Uh, Which, again, there's nothing wrong with that, but it does, you know, there's a little bit of risk-reward. Like, you may miss out on something that was super fun or not be rewarded for your effort or something like that. Um, but to get back to what you're saying, I think a good staff can judge that, you know, like typically in a game, there's a progression, you know, like especially a video game, uh, there's uh. A, a learning curve, you know, it starts off very easy, uh, usually tells you what to do in a video game. Um, and that progression of increasing challenge and whatnot is just part of the game and how they work. Uh, and I think... I don't know if all LARPs do that. Um, I think a good LARP would probably at least try to do that to you. Like, you know, start off a little softball. Like, 
I think most LARPs would try to have new players, especially, um, you know, do something where they're pretty sure they're going to win. You know, people don't want to just be handed, typically, don't want to just be handed something. They want to earn it. And they maybe want to suffer a little bit, um, but they ultimately want to win, you know. Mm-hmm. That's kind of what I think every, I could probably generalize, say most people, that's their attitude. Sure, I'd put um, myself in that group. Yeah, and so I think, you know, that's, that's a hard thing. This is just kind of guessing what staff might think, because <laughs> I've never really staffed a game. But uh, but I have been like a dungeon master and things like that, you know, for d- tabletop gaming. Um, yeah, you kind of want that little... You want options as far as like, hey, this is probably going to be easy, or a new player mod, they sometimes call it, um, meaning they take anyone that's new altogether to do something. And sometimes there's other people who have been there longer, um, but it's generally probably going to be a little easier. But they want to keep it real, you know, like they're not going to just give it to you necessarily. Uh, so they want you to at least try and do your best. But they're not going to, ideally, I guess what I'm trying to say is a staff should probably not throw anything at you that they're pretty sure you're going to lose at unless there's something else involved where mm. someone's going to show up and save you or you know some kind of story element or whatever but so you're saying you're a little more protected than what i'm actually thinking probably yeah. i mean i wouldn't say you always are um and oh, i know a lot of the staff i play with <laughs> listen to this so they're gonna hear that and say oh we're gonna oh, <laughs> <geez. Joe Aston." laughs> yeah no. but uh but you're saying it is a game and and it sounds like usually, you know, everybody wants for people to be enjoying themselves. Exactly. Right? I think a good staff tries to keep that yeah. at a priority, and it's, it can be a tricky thing, and it's one of those hard-to-please-all-the-people all the time. Sure. But generally, yeah, a good staff will know we want players to have fun um, and enjoy themselves, and they take feedback and whatnot. Um, and so, you know, nobody enjoys a challenge that they never could have one in the first place, but they really enjoy a challenge that they maybe thought they couldn't or a little nervous about overcoming, and then they did. And I've had plenty of encounters that we quote-unquote succeeded, but I kind of came back from like, man, I wish I had done this a little better, or something had gone a little better, the fight had been a little better, someone hadn't died or whatever, Mm. you know. So, yeah, it's not always like perfectly turned out how I wanted. Um, There's been some like close calls or you know whatever um but again it's that's that's yourself and the player base uh and then how your staff kind of reacts and Mm. monitors things and um so again that's why i I like our games i think we have a good staff that tries to be aware of that stuff and they have a large a pretty large staff i think and they're diverse so they can kind of come up with different things to appeal to different people but anyway um yeah, I mean, it sounds like really all I'm saying is that my tendency to criticize, self-criticize is the maybe the root cause of why I would feel nervous about doing a LARP. And the remedy is to put yourself in situations where you have little control, right? Sure. And maybe. practice it in a, you know, this is, I mean, you know, I said it sounds like real life, so why would you do it? But it's not real life. I mean, you're not actually going to die. You know, there is right. a layer of kind of protection to your ego, right? Because it's not actually you failing at life. It's a character version of you failing Mm -hmm. in a LARP. So in that way, it actually could be a good uh, therapeutic sort of experience. (laughs) You can get over that hurdle of just do it and try it out. But I don't know if I'm there. Yeah. Yeah. Only one way to find out. Oh, (laughs) jeez. I mean, and then there's well, the whole piece of it is an extensive hobby, right? Like, sure. I then I think that was actually what I was talking about this morning was I'm starting to be able to imagine a time in my life where I have more free time. I have just not had the mental or you know physical energy to entertain kind of such the idea of starting such a <laughs> like extensive hobby, I guess. And then, and now maybe, you know, there's time and space going to open up for something that's mm. like more of a creative pursuit, but it just doesn't seem like people do LARP casually. <laughs> right. So it's like, once you get started, you have to keep going regularly. So your character gets the 
points or whatever and moves forward, yeah, you're just like, yeah. <laughs> um, and it's travel, you know, for, for us right now, it's quite a bit of travel, right? And we have a young son. How would we ever possibly both of us go? Like, that's just crazy. Sure. Um, so there's kind of this logistical side of like, costs a lot of money, makes takes a lot of time to make a full costume, especially if there are like weapons or armor or those crazy things you've done um, involved. And then just going to the events. Sure. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe not everybody does it as intensely as you, but this has been my version that I've seen. Um, so. Sure. No, you're definitely making me wonder uh, about that. <laughs> are there casual LARPers yeah, you I should get on your podcast? Yeah, I think I made that joke about uh, something about casual LARPers, and I said, oh, is there such a thing? <laughs> In an episode once. But yeah, I, I think it's getting to the point where there are a lot of LARPs going on that you probably could find, you know, a, your right flavor, pace version of it. So there might be LARPs out there that just have a group who are a little more casual or at least accept a casual player and they're not as strict about your costume or stay in character all the time. You know, I bet that's probably just out that. there. But what about the fact that... It seems like every time you go, you're up till like four in the morning. Like that does not sound appealing to me. <laughs> Is there a LARP where I can sure. get enough sleep yeah. on a weekend because that's totally. important. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, like you said, the game I went to, Runes of Destiny, it's only on a Saturday, and they go from nine to ten. So, mm. you know, especially if you were local to that one, you'd be home in bed by eleven, maybe. Uh, okay. And you can always, um, you know, I was thinking about you said something about control. Like you really kind of do have total control in some way. Like I said, if you want to hang out in the inn and not risk your character's life, you have that control. If you want to go to bed earlier, you have that control. Mm. You might be uh, people fighting a dragon outside your hut, but uh, <laughs> or a cabin. Yeah, well, what are you paying for then? All right, yeah. Well, actually, something you said earlier, I was thinking like, well, maybe we just have to have like a practice run at a park for like an hour or two. You know, that's like easy into it so it's not like <laughs> you know 48 hours oh four hour gosh. drive away for 50 bucks <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know i think that's good like if you can get a small group of friends or whatever and just go out and have fun practice um you can even try out a few different characters that way you know you can see do i like this style of weapons do i want no weapons do i want to throw packets do i want to sing you know, whatever, shoot Nerf guns, whatever. Mm. So, I mean, that's that's probably, uh, if you're not sure but interested, that's a good way, first step maybe. Uh, I mean, I would start with the uh, create a character. And I'm speaking more of a general sense as far as, like, anyone listening. Like, when I said about you could probably find a game that'll match what you're looking for a little more, you know, either a more casual crew or uh, less strict about costume and or we could start one <laughs> so say million dollar business well maybe not million dollar but um, hundred dollar yeah <laughs> yes hundred dollar business idea so exciting yeah. larp 101 i mean is there are there just groups you can get a little taste of larp mm -hmm. you know without the commitment sure. and pressure of a full-blown 48-hour LARP. Yeah, maybe. Anyways, episode's more about you and your interest. <laughs> so let's just start with the costume. Have you ever have you thought about what kind of costume or how you'd want to look at all? Well, there was a time a few years ago, I think we were like pulling ideas out of a hat for date night or something. And we were staying home. And you suggested, let's draw up some characters. Do you remember this? I do remember. I don't remember why we were doing it, <laughs> but I do remember. We were trying to do something together and, like, not watch TV, I think. Yeah. And you were just getting back into some D&D. &D. Mm -hmm. It was more like we were thinking of it in a D&D &D way than a LARP way. Anyway, so I, I guess I just always picture it the way I drew that. Sure. Which was kind of like... Had a Robin Hoodie, like a female Robin Hood kind of appeal with like I don't 
remember at all, but like mm-hmm. there was a hood, like a hooded cape ish. Yeah, cloak. it wasn't like a cloak. I don't even think it was a cloak because I think it had sleeves, but it had a big, big like hood that would make you kind of like a shaded figure, and <laughs> could be real stealthy, like and Just like yeah, <laughs> and like laced laced up and like laced up boots and stuff. Yeah, love it. Yeah, <laughs> and you know like a fitted part so that you feel real girly and pretty and stuff. Sure, mm-hmm. of course, gotta have that. That's oh, and we came up with the name Jade. Yeah. Because it was a spinoff of Ruby. Oh. I don't know if I knew that. Oh. I thought it was just because you drew green or something. You said green hood or something. Yeah, well, no, that was all part of it. Oh, that's good. Yeah. That's good. I like that stuff. Yeah. <laughs> and then would you play a character that kind of style, the scout ranger rogue mm. or is that just your look i don't know yeah i mean the story that i came up with back then was like yeah kind of like a a rogue i guess um that like really was about protecting her family right do you remember this at Kinda. all help me and so it was like she was a thief but really it was all for you know like robin hood kind of thing i guess it's certainly mm. not that original but but it was about you know like about kind of sending money back to her family yeah. um, to survive or whatever. So this stealthy, sneaky... Mm-hmm. Um, but she had a persona or something that yeah, people didn't people know didn't that. Know she that. Thought, they just thought she was a thief. Yeah. Like a really good thief. Yeah. yeah, that was into just stealing for mm-hmm. stealing's sake or money or wealth. Right. But there was a altruistic motivation, maybe. Right, right. Hidden. Yes. Yeah, so even the character had this kind of duality. Mm-hmm. Which I Good. liked. Yeah. But then we were saying this morning, I mean, I go back and forth about actually like fighting. Like, do I really want to fight people? Sometimes I'm like, yeah, let's get that aggression out. It's fine. <laughs> Other times it's like, I don't know. I'm not an aggressive person. Um, or I don't think I should be or something. I don't know. There's probably like a ton to go into there. But, <laughs> but the idea came up of like, could you be doing LARP and be a pacifist? Like, could your character be a pacifist and how would that fit into a LARP world? Sure, which I said would be a super interesting (laughs) character arc to me uh, to see how it played out and how it felt. How do you pull it off? Does that put you at odds with everyone else, though, all the time? I don't know. Uh, No, I don't think so. Uh, I mean, depends on the game, of course. Um, I think as long as you weren't, like, trying to... Make everyone else a pacifist. <laughs> You'd probably be all right. Uh, and as long as, like, I don't know, you didn't totally hold up the show. or <laughs> I mean, I'm sure you'd come up with a reason that would annoy people. But I think for the most part, at least again in our game, people kind of respect mm. how you decide to play your character. Um, only until you start hurting or annoying someone else does it become an issue. Mm. But every game's different, and... I was thinking you might want a weapon, <laughs> even if you're not into the combat. It's, it's a little silly to not have something to at least defend yourself with, if need be. Uh, but again, if you chose the pacifist option, though, that would be, again, what would how would you protect yourself? Would you just always run? Would you maybe carry a shield? Uh, would you just take any skills and spells that help you mm. pacify people or get away or whatever, you know? Like hinder but not harm. Mm-hmm. Like, that could be an interesting character. It might be difficult, especially for your first time playing. <laughs> mm-hmm, <laughs> but, mm-hmm. again, if that's what you want to do, I, I, I tend to encourage people to try to play whatever they want. Um, again, I have problems with people who deliberately decide to play a-holes and people who are uncooperative and whatever. Mm-hmm. But, again, if that's your choice, man, have at it, but I probably won't enjoy playing with you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I might appreciate it if you pull it off well, but... I like the idea of having magic. Like, is there a way to be a pacifist where you use magic just to, like, distract people mm-hmm. or yeah. confuse people? Yeah, that's we a don't good ever have to, like, hurt them or. Sure. Yeah. But, you know, and then as pacifists, if you're distracting or confusing people so that they can get, like, ambushed by the people you're working with, like, that wouldn't work. You know, like, it. Mm, sure. So, yeah, there's a lot to think about. Your character is already more interesting than mine. <laughs> <laughs> That's not true. 
And it sounds like has stronger convictions than my girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> you just need a name and you're done. Mm. Yeah. yeah, and we sort of got into making a character and making a costume. That all sounds super fun. But then becoming that character and being at the game, mm-hmm. um, I asked, okay, you're going to kind of need a reason to be there um, if you want to go. Even though, I mean, dressing up, showing up at the inn... Reason enough, I guess, if you want. <laughs> and people to go, wow, her costume's cool. <laughs> if that's all you want, then mission accomplished. You'll probably have a good weekend. Well, it might be But it helpful. might be a little boring after an hour or two. <laughs> it might be helpful to hear what are some reasons people LARP. You know, you kind of gave two, you know, the whole, really it's about making a costume. It's like an elaborate cosplay. And then the people who are kind of seeing it as a sport um, but what are you, what do you think are some other motivations? What actually gets people there? Yeah, um, I think one of the things is sort of the storytelling uh, and being part of it. You know, either either just going and seeing what happens um, is interesting. Like we play with a really good group of creative people who come up with interesting storylines, mm-hmm. and I and I I think a lot of people appreciate that um, seeing these storylines play out. Um, Especially having the staff's characters show up and getting to interact with them, and getting the story that way. Um, you know, it's a one on one direct right to you. This is what's going on. This is what we need to have happen. This is what's happening in the world. Um, so there is that kind of entertainment, live theater. You know, it could be like watching a show, but now you're part of it, you know. So it is just seeing a story play out um, that I think is very enjoyable for people and then getting to be a part of it and influence that story uh, is kind of one of the magical things about LARP. So seeing that story, uh, playing a character is definitely super motivating for people. Uh, I think a lot of people want to go. I mean, definitely some people want to go and pretend to be somebody else for a day and a half. That's a common reason I hear a lot of people play video games and tabletop and LARP is uh, an escape, you know, from reality. Mm. I mean, that's a low level one, I think. But yeah, I think a lot of people, and again, this might just be our group, but I think we have a lot of theater and musical people who like to go and sort of not perform, but yeah, like be another character and um, take on a persona and act out as, you know, a hobbit that likes to fight or a dragon person that plays the drums. (laughs) (laughs) That's different. Did that give you any more answers? Different Hmm? than an escape? No. I don't know what I'm saying. I guess that there's deeper things to it. Like, they want to escape, but, you know, you could just read a book or play mm-hmm. a video game. Uh, it's definitely, you know, going out in the woods is part of it, you know, at least for me. I like being out in nature from time to time. Um, and there's definitely in the community. Like, you're probably going to meet some people who are probably cut from the same cloth as you if you're willing to do this. <laughs> so I think that's one thing they like. You're probably going to meet people with similar interests and similar personality compatibility-ishness to them. So that's another reason. Yeah, I think a lot of people get into it because their friends say, hey, you should do this. And you either go with your friends or you end up making friends. They become your your close friends or whatever. Not everyone, but... So there's community, creativity. That's a big reason for it for me uh, as far as making all the stuff ahead of time and getting to use it, which is fun. Yeah, the the aesthetics and look of the characters, interesting. And seeing that in other people is, is fun for me, too. Like Kind of like the Ren Faire, like mm-hmm. people dressed up in not typical attire <laughs> is interesting and fun. Yeah, for me, I, I definitely enjoy the game part of it um, when it comes to the, you know, just numbers and stats of it, of like, doing damage and hit points and armor and all that stuff and items and Mm. gold pieces and points or whatever. Uh, Which is why, like, I wouldn't... Like, a parlor LARP where it's all role-playing and acting is a little less appealing to me because that is just put on a costume, become a character, and act interactive storytelling. I mean, I don't know much about it. That's that's my very low-level knowledge of it. Um... Which could be cool, but it's not something I would probably do regularly and want to keep going to. I enjoy the game mm. and the progression of it um, and the setting, you know, of becoming an orc and 
having a cool sword and shield and armor. Mm-hmm. But I've always been into that since played D&D since I was 13 or whatever. Well, I guess something that came to mind that probably is another reason some people do it is the puzzle aspect of it. Although you said it's maybe not as strong as I imagine, but like I imagine there's this whole like figuring out what to mm, do next sure. kind of a thing. You know, like we just watch that movie game night and you know people do murder mystery dinner theater you know kind of things that sure, people yeah. really enjoy because there's a piece of that game right yeah. that it's like a puzzle game um, mm-hmm. to figure yeah, out a fun problem to solve yeah uh or an entertaining problem to solve or whatever you know there's escape right. rooms and right. whatever that have become popular now yes. that's basically yeah. larping i think <laughs> yeah yeah so they're yeah, There's overcoming the mental challenges. sort of side of the game and the physical yeah. side of the game um, that I could see would be appealing. And I guess it sounds like it would be hard to be interested in LARP if you if you didn't have a little bit of that, like, I enjoy kind of escaping real life for a little while, right? Mm-hmm. But most people have that. That's why we watch movies. That's why we read books, you know, but. Something about being an active part of it and not just being entertained mm-hmm. has to be there for someone to want to do a LARP, mm-hmm. probably, right? Yeah, although Joe told a story about a LARP he went to that some people seem like they just came to watch you know, other people and, yeah, and sat in the end. Mm. Yeah, kind of the spectator LARP. Huh. Interesting. <laughs> okay, well, so really are kind of all all types. Yeah. So yeah, I don't know if that exhausts all the reasons, but there's, I'm sure, more. Um, so anyway, what have you thought about that? Um, if you made a character, knew a little bit minimally about the rules, and showed up to the game, what would you then want to do? I guess that was my question, is like, what would be enjoyable for you to do once you're there? Like, that's kind of the question to ask, I guess. Mm. Uh, and I think, again, like I said, because there's things you don't know what's going to happen... You may enjoy something you totally didn't expect. Um, and so I think it's okay to show up with an expectation or, hey, I think I'll have fun if this happens or I get to do this, you know. Um, but it's also okay to be like, I'm going to do this and see what happens. Mm. It's a little hard for me to imagine. It's still a bit of a jump. Sure. In my mind to imagine me showing up at a LARP and then what my expectations would be. Um, sure. Well, you can ask questions. if, But... I guess if I put myself in this very rudimentary character, thing that kind of felt exciting was kind of walking in the woods with a group of people and, I don't know, like having an adventure, right? I guess there was, I mean, a little bit of like, huh, no, it'd be kind of cool. Especially if I, like I was in, so this all happened in the split five seconds that you just asked me this question, but I was, you know, feeling a little, I guess, protected by, like, by the group, you know, so it would have to probably be with people that I kind of already knew or that, like, I knew, kind of knew how LARP worked, you know, or something, you know, not all experts so that I feel like a total novice, but a little bit of, like, safety in numbers Mm -hmm. kind of thing or something, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, that's a great reason that I should have thought of <laughs> to go on an adventure. Yeah, yeah, it's a very probably basic LARP uh, reason people LARP. Why do you LARP? I want to go in the woods and have an adventure. Yeah. And even if I'm just pretending and that guy's wearing a foam costume <laughs> uh, and they're duct taped weapons, it's still an adventure because mm. I'm out in the woods having fun. Yeah, it takes me... like wording it that way takes me back to like camping as a kid and it felt that way walking in the woods with my family you know Mm -hmm. like what what's gonna happen even if it's just we saw a deer run across the path you know or something it was like that sort of feeling of um yeah that mystery yeah that's probably the word i should have said earlier when i was saying like you don't know what to expect Mm -hmm. and it's fun like that's mystery yeah there's a magic to the mystery that's that is if that part's appealing, I guess. Sure. As long as I feel protected and not. Yeah, like, and not. I don't know. There's something about like, oh, someone is building this story 
it's a little like puppet mastery, you know, Can and then, you sure. know, I always like feel, what are they going to do to me? <laughs> sure. That's awesome. He's going to put us, <laughs> yeah, okay. All right. Fair enough. And he's going to put us through the ringer because it's fun for them to watch, mm, you know, or something. I wonder that sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so aside from all that, the mystery part, I guess is, I mean, maybe we're, I'm realizing that it's actually kind of appealing. If you put aside the inhibitions, right? You right. Know, and get back to your kind of innocent, more innocent, I guess, roots. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's a large appeal that people may not even be aware. Is they are trying to get back to that. Yes. Simpler time. Oh my gosh. Uninhibited time, freer time, enjoyable time. They're playing in the woods. I mean, I would yeah, hope exactly. that they would realize at some level. Yeah. <laughs> very serious we're larping yep (laughs) when you say protected what do you mean like protected from what what way like looking like an idiot i guess like a little bit of guidance you know okay that's what i thought you meant just yeah if you meant physically or in game out of game (laughs) oh (laughs) no more just like socially protected so we'll give it a really easy example i hate video games that I don't know what to do next. I hate that feeling. And so mm. when you are there and you're like, hmm, try that ledge over there. And then I'm like, how did you see that? There was this whole hidden thing. <laughs> it's so much more enjoyable for me. I never would have thought. I would just stood there and be like, Duh, I don't know what to do next. This is no fun. I just feel stupid. <laughs> That does not sound appealing to me. Mm. Like, I want someone there who sure. can kind of prod in the right direction, I yeah. guess, so that it's in... I definitely feel that way sometimes at LARP, so. mm, okay. <laughs> But I don't know why. It's super uncomfortable for me. I hate that feeling. Mm. Like, Sure. I want to be moving forward and accomplishing something. Yeah. Again, it depends on the game, but yeah, a lot of things in our game are, tend to be large group, so... And I definitely admit to sort of stepping back and just letting someone else take care of it because most of the town's here anyway and there are people who have been playing this game longer and been LARPing a lot longer that they'll probably handle the situation better. I'm not saying it was super enjoyable for me, but at least where I was at at that moment, I was Mm -hmm. like, "Eh, I'm okay with kind of just seeing how this plays out and it'll probably work out for everybody. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You know, which is, again, that's not maybe the best attitude to have all the time. Um, but certainly for a new player, someone getting into it, being comfortable standing back. And I kind of made this observation to Evan and Joe, how I thought it odd when people didn't take that attitude when they were newer and didn't know what was going on Hmm. and they were kind of injecting themselves. And it sort of was, at least in my observation, seemed odd or awkward or like, you're kind of throwing off everything that's going on here. Like out of game, that's what I was thinking. Like, Hmm. this is throwing everything off. Like you're about to derail everything. Yeah, I don't want to be that. I don't want people to think that about me. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, if that was a person's choice to, and that was funny. Like, I don't think they were necessarily new. They just wanted a character that acted that way. And I was mm. like, well, all right, well, if that's what you're going to choose to do, and I definitely took that role a lot at first. Was kind of standing back and not jumping in right away. Um, you do sort of not miss out, but you have to kind of be okay with going along with the show. If you're not interjecting and participating and people start doing something that that's not how you would have done, you know, it's kind of your own fault if you didn't interject or didn't step up. So I see that happening sometimes where I'm like kind of going along and I'm like, I don't know if it's the best idea, but I didn't suggest anything. So I guess I got to go with it. And hopefully we're okay at the end. (laughs) Like that's happened a few times. And again, that's sort of a life lesson there. Like, if you don't agree with what's going on, but you didn't say anything, then it's kind of your own fault. Or, you know, you always have the choice to be like, oh, I'm just going to stick this one out, but you're not going to get to see the neat thing well, that happened. I guess happened. I didn't mean I want to be walking in the woods all passive. I just want, no, I know I want some nudges, you know. Sure. Yeah, I've definitely played some games with people who are good at picking up on that, and they're like, hey, why don't you talk to that guy? Or <laughs> yeah. There is always a bit of, like, a, other things are going on, going on, and if this doesn't move forward, somebody's you know, 100 yards away in the cold, dark, <laughs> waiting for you to show up. So they tend to nudge, like, hey, it's good to know it. <laughs> but also letting the characters play and figure it out. 
and yeah, I think that would be good. Like, obviously, if you go, you'd have me and Evan and some of our friends that you could tag along and certainly interject, but we'd be there to help you out. And I think that's good. Like, it'd be hard to show up to a game where you don't know anyone or, you know, unless you're just super LARP person. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, and, I, and I don't think anyone would have an expectation that you should be this, like, certain super in character know all the right answers do all the right things like like that's a weird thing with our game i think is we have a pretty diverse group of people especially larp experience wise and i know some people have LARPed a long time they know when someone's kind of going down a path that's not going to work out for them and they sort of just watch and let it happen and then sometimes complain afterward <laughs> and i'm mm. like well you just watched it happen and it's a weird balance of like you should kind of let people learn their own lessons or there's a fine line between like learn the hard way or learn from others mistakes or let someone have the their experience you know what i mean like i think it tends you'd hope some people would be mentoring the newbies sure maybe that's what i want i want to yeah i think me (laughs) i think we have that at our game and it's a very inclusive game in a lot of ways so you'd have a chance to do as much as you want really you know and i think people are definitely good with like bring people along i think the deliverance of it like how people mentor is not always the best (laughs) i'll say like sometimes people just are straight to the point blunt and sometimes that's good but it's not like a let me teach you kind of way it's more like just do what i'm saying you know Mm. like that's how it comes across whether they mean it that way or not if you're doing Um, something for fun you don't want to feel like you're getting in trouble yeah so you're coming in june (laughs) (laughs) yeah Seven months pregnant, first LARP. That sounds great. In June. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, guys. Yeah. It's a work in progress, I think. Yeah. Well, and I was super interested, just your perspective, and that's who I want to talk to is like people just on the fringe or just about to get in the water, you know? People waiting in the shallow end of. Mm-hmm. Knowing about it and thinking about, well, if I did this, what would I want to do? Or that kind of thing. So mm-hmm. That's what I was interested in hearing. Like, what are your current perce- perceptions? Uh, what? How much do you know or need to know or want to know? <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, Well, it is interesting as we've been talking. I don't think I realized just how much overlap there are with other sure. kinds of hobbies. Like, you know, like the renaissance fair kind of stuff um which also kind of makes me think of the like civil war reenactment people yeah and uh and then yeah like these kind of new pop-up sort of things like the escape rooms and Mm -hmm. you know people hold mystery or murder dinner parties at home you know as part of game nights with friends and um and then there's the D&D, kind of more like just mental exercise <laughs> of, yeah. the, of the games. And then just improv and theater, and, you know, I didn't know much about that before we we had that training a few times. But there actually is a lot of overlap. So it makes me wonder, like, what's different about LARPers versus people who are on the fringe of LARP in these other ways, you know, that it... it Mm-hmm. makes me think it's the fantasy aspect. Yeah. Yeah, that there tends to be this kind of magical world, right? Mm-hmm. And why is that appealing to certain people versus... I want to get in character as a... Civil War general. Or right, yeah, exactly. Or yeah. A crazy person in a play or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That'd be an interesting question to keep thinking about. Sure, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think you know this, but there are a lot of different settings. Like, if you're not that into orcs and elves, you know, there is post-apocalyptic. There are kind of, like, fancy Victorian-ish um, Downton Abbey-style LARPs. Just straight medieval, so it's not fantasy, but it's, you know, older times. Hmm. There's space and sci-fi, kind of Star Wars. I mean, I, I know you are like you like fantasy and... Harry Potter and Lord of the Rings, so. Yeah. But for anyone listening, you know, for some reason, if they. 
<laughs> somehow found, found the podcast and <laughs> <laughs> didn't like fantasy. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, we talked to Justin about that. Um, mm. You know, I think he likes that stuff too, but he likes Star Wars, so mm. maybe doing a sci-fi space kind of thing might be more fun. Mm. That's a good point. That was kind of something to think about as we're talking. Like, there's probably a good starter LARP for you or for for anyone. Yeah, you know, like like a Harry Potter LARP. Yeah, yeah, actually, there is a thing. There is a thing. Yeah, Yeah. and so location becomes probably the hardest thing. Um, Not so much this part of the country in America, but uh, you probably find anything within a four or five hour drive. Uh, But in some places, you might only have one option as far as style or type of LARP goes. But becoming so much more common you know cool anything else you wanted to say about your soon-to-be larp character (laughs) i think i still need convinced we'll be honest (laughs) sure but the gap is getting maybe smaller would you ever want to just go and like observe for like an hour or two like let's say there wasn't as much travel or whatever or you could do something else hmm you know, would that help, like, just to go and watch? Because they'll, you know, more or less let people, as long as you're not in the way, and, you know, in our game, if you have a white headband, it means you're not really there. So if you're kind of not in the way and just observing Actually, the helper. Actually, it'd be more appealing to go as a character for just, like, an hour or two. Yeah. Like, really, like, I can leave. <laughs> yeah. And then, yeah, stay yeah. if you're digging it or whatever. Right, right. And we have food at our LARP, so at least you could eat or whatever. Yeah, I guess. All right. Well, stay tuned to see if we have an episode two of Kelly's LARPing Adventures. Thank you for having me. Of course. It On is. the podcast. It's easy because we live together. <laughs> <laughs> All Thanks for listening. Bye-bye. Is that fun? Yeah. Thanks for talking. I appreciate you sharing and... Eventually LARPing. (laughs) (laughs) You just had to plug that in there. I'll still love you if you never LARP. Oh, good. (laughs)